Blog Talk Radio.
certain, you know, level, on a certain level. A lot of times we don't want to sit back and wait on God, but sometimes God does not move when we want him to move. That's how we look at it. But his words say that his ways are not our ways, nor thoughts are our thoughts. But we have to also understand that God's timing is not our timing. He's always on time. (laughs) We're not always on time. We don't even show up on time most of the time. A lot of times we have to get into a place to realize that we have to be patient and wait on God. So even in the place of going through mourning, going through loss, or going through celebration, we still must wait on God. So if you just take time out tonight and just um, go along with me, you know, I'm still a little overwhelmed with life um, situations that happen with within our family, but I still want to do what God has assigned me to do. All right? So get your Bibles, pens, pencils, paper, and notepad. Share this video, like it, uh, communicate with me, talk to me, so that we could just have a good time tonight. We could just um, get in the Word of God. So, like I said, I was reading in the book of Romans in the 8th chapter, and I began to read, and I saw something, and it said, uh, 37th verse, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. 38 says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And as I was reading that, I said, hmm. I said, keep talking to me, Lord talking to me because right now I'm overwhelmed. Right now it's hard to see. Right now it's hard to hear because when you're going through something and you're trying to stand with loved ones and make sure things come together and things work together, it's amazing how anybody will let the enemy of our souls use them where they don't use common sense. Um, I'm trying to put this in a way of of love and and not the way you, you may take it. But if you take it in another way that I mean it, please take it to Jesus because it is burning in you and you're upset that you may be one of the ones. I just say the one. I said one of the ones. But when you find a person is 
in a place of hurt, try to be there for them and not try to become the centerpiece. I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. But when you find people or a family or even your family or someone you're close to going through, sometimes you just sit there and just be there, be praying and interceding and being in a, in, in a, in a ooh, I can't even get the word out, an intercessor. That may be all that's needed at that time. But don't try to pull on someone that's being overwhelmed. You know, I, I heard the preacher say on Sunday that Jesus said, could you not even pray with me for an hour? You know, uh, I look at my sister, Apostle-elect, and I said, God, she's always been the comforter of our family. But when the comforter needs comfort, yeah, I know. Who comforts the comforter? Hey, Marilyn, thanks for joining in. You know, I, I, I look at her and see how strong she is, you know. When we was growing up, my job was to protect her because she was my little sister under me. So I had to protect her going to school, in school, coming home from school, took pride in my job, protecting my sister. And no matter what happened, she would always say, and Rodney King is in the first one I heard say it, she would always say, okay, we supposed to all get along. Mm. Now, that was in the 70s and the 80s. I heard her say that. Can't we just all get along? And when I looked at her and I saw how she was holding up and shoulders back and head up, you know, I guess that's the military in her. But I saw that in her. He said that he would go and come back, but he would send a comforter. But when the comforter needs to be encouraged, I'm talking about in the natural now, when the comforter needs to be encouraged, who does that? Who, who, who encourages the comforter? And I mean that in a, in a good way, not, not to put guilt on anyone or not to um, have anyone say, oh, she's talking about me. But if the shoe fits, they used to say, wear it. My thing is that on this week, weekend, we had a service for our sister to send her on to glory. And I believe in my heart she made it. I believe that because my sister was a part of this ministry and she loved to pray. 
and I would always say she prayed for the fish and the tank. <laughs> she prayed for the birds in the sky. She prayed for anything, everything, and everybody. So all I'm saying is when you know somebody is going through, before you react, before you speak, before you ask, pray. Mm-hmm. Pray and ask God, God for leading. Pray and ask God for guidance. Pray and ask God for words. So you can be received and not, um, how could I say it, that you, you your attitude and your your um just say your attitude you will be received and not looked at as you know what I want to say right now? We was told the the song say Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. I'm on the other line. Please don't tell me anything right now that's not going to bless me and my family. I'm just saying I I want anybody that's Listening, if you know somebody that's going through, whether it's a a death, divorce, a loss, whatever they're going through, please, before you speak, pray. You um, have to understand that uh, sometimes people don't have Christ as their Lord and Savior. People don't have Christ as they, how you would say, fall back on. People are not believing that the Word says that every man is appointed a time. Sometimes people are so upset or, or however it happens. You have to be so grounded in Jesus that you say, God, I'm hurting so bad right now, I can't explain it to nobody but you. Nobody else could really understand. You have to be at a place in your heart and mind, Lord. I'm just right here, right now. I'm right here, right now, sitting back laughing at the enemy because he really think he had me. He really think that I'm going to turn away. He really think that I'm just at a place where I'm, I'm blaming you. But, God, I can't blame you because this is what I was taught. We are born... To praise God, we are born to do the will of God. We are born to do what we need to do with giving God all the glory and the praise. I'm just at a place in my life where I'm saying, God, I meant when I told you to tell me where to go, tell me what to say. You know, a, a lot of times God would just tell you, be quiet. I found that out this 
Sunday that just because you want to tell your side or tell a story, God will tell you just don't say nothing. Or when you open your mouth, something else will come out. And he will say enough has been said when you are offered the chance to speak again. God will just say, let it be, let it be. Mm-mm. You ain't always got to prove yourself or prove something to somebody, especially when you know. You know, like I said, as I was reading Romans 8, I even had to look at verse 27 in the 8th chapter. And he that searches the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. 28 said, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Now, I know a lot of people be like, I would just be so mad. Mm, I'm mad. I'm mad for real. But you have to know who to be mad at. You have to know who to be mad at because in the midst of a storm, I know who to call on to tell the storm to cease and obey. I know who to call on to say, my will, not your will. I know who to call on to to comfort me in the time of need. A lot of times we just get so caught up. I, I just thank God, you know. I don't want anybody on here that's looking in now that's alive or going to be looking in later. I don't want you getting bent out of shape and caught up in your feelings and your emotions. Oh, she's talking about me. No, take it to Jesus. Jesus will tell you if this message is for you. But if it's not, just pray for it. Whoever feel like they would want to join with me and my family are praying for those that just just didn't know. When people are going through, be a blessing to them. Don't make it about anything but them, especially when they have children. Hmm. Because, see, man, my family, my sisters and my brothers, we had to put ourselves on the side. Even though we know she was our sister first, but she had children. We had to step back and say, what do you need? What do you want? We want to be a, a assistance to you. We want to assist you. We want to be an assistance. We want to be here for help. It ain't about. When you know a person has left, even if they had a spouse, you know, my sister had a husband, but he died years ago. She was a widow. Her writing name was Black Widow. It wasn't something she just picked. But because she was dark skinned and they used to always say she's a dark one, so she called herself Black, even though she and she was a widow. She combined the names to become Black Widow. So she said, Minister Margo, God understands everything we feel. Yeah, I thank him for that, that he is our Redeemer. But, you know, a lot of times, People either they don't know or they don't want to know or maybe they forgot. 
forward. You know somebody is going through. Step back. I watched how uh, my husband Stan and my sons was really catering to me and my sisters. I I love the fact that they made sure we was taken care of. I, I love the fact because see, a lot of times young people get so caught up in who see me, but they saw us tending to my sisters' children's needs that we was just trying to make sure we was in place doing what they needed done. We was trying to make sure that we celebrated our sister because the word says for us to laugh when they laugh, cry when they cry, to rejoice when they rejoice. We wanted to make sure that we were covered as Apostle elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, sister, um, that spoke at the funeral, that gave the eulogy for Sheila. Like she said, we protect one another. I don't care what you think you know or what you think you saw. We protect one another. We love each other for real. We would tease each other. We would say stuff to each other where we would be like, whatever, whatever, whatever. But they come right over and say, I'm going to get something. I'm going to sell you on something. Or I'm going to fix something to eat you. Would you want something? Are they going to cut cake or cut whatever? Could you give me some? Because we trust and we protect one another. I love the fact that's how we was brought up. Um, Apostle Elect is going to have her service on Sunday morning, and she's going to talk about some things. I don't want to talk about them right now. I could, but I don't want to because that's part of her message. All I'm going to say is we protect one another. We look out for one another. We are there for one another. If one of my siblings tell me that they're sick, um, I remember a time my sister told me she was sick and I took a leave of absence. And my job at the time told me uh, they couldn't let me go. I said, uh, well, my sister needs me. They said, well, we can't let you go. We don't have anyone to cover you. I said, okay, then, here you go. They said, what's the, I said, a letter of resignation. It was like, you're going to quit? Yeah, because my sister needs me. Mm-hmm. And when, see, that's how we were raised, that see, I could get another job, but I can't apply for another sister <laughs> or another brother or another sibling, another son, another daughter. See, each one of them have their own individual personality and their own individual place in my life, like a footprint. Each one of your fingers have a different print. You can get off artificial, but you can never get the exact. That's like we're losing my sister, Sheila. Me and Sheila, was, we were running buddies. When we were young, um, Sheila trusted me to watch her kids. I talk about this a lot, especially lately. That girl had to really see something in me to trust me to watch her kids. Hey, Betty, thank you for joining in. I had no children, and I was young, and I was running the streets. I love you so, Betty. I'm going to come out there and see you. And... 
this girl trusts me with her children. I didn't have a driver's license, and he, she trusts me with a car. She had a 72 uh, deuce and a quarter. That girl loved that car. It was green. All of, it was like a lime green on the outside, all green on the inside. Well, mint, I'll put it like this, mint green on the inside. She trusts me with her children and her car because she knew no matter what, I wasn't going to let nothing happen to me. And we would argue, you all would call it, but we called it, we would have discussions. But at the end of discussions, one of us would say, whatever, whatever. But we would walk off and be like, I love my sister. We, we rode bikes together. She took me to my first drag race uh, to see the, the guys' drag race. She took me on my first motorcycle ride. She took me to really my first party. My sister, Sheila, did a lot of things for us that a lot of people either forgot or didn't know. My sister was, I'll go as far as to say, my hero. Because she showed me a lot. I learned a lot from her. And what I'm saying, if I'm going through this, imagine what others have went through. When somebody is going through unexpected, it's not like she was sick and we was preparing. It's not like I was at home resting. I was at work and I got a call. Not expecting. When something catches you off guard and it devastates you, it alternates and alter your life. You better know Jesus. Because if you don't, you're not going to be able to get through it in a right mind. I thank God for my sister Sheila. Because we didn't always get along. We were siblings, true siblings. What siblings get along all the time? but we loved each other. You could not say something to me about her and I didn't defend her. You could not say nothing about her, I mean to her about any one of her sisters or brothers, and she didn't defend them, physically, mentally, emotionally, because one thing we know about my sister is whenever I heard her say, excuse me, we knew we had, that was our alert. It was like people blowing a whistle or blowing a horn. That was our alert that something is about to happen. And I'm just saying that because a lot of you all may say, oh, you talked about that before. Yeah. But, see, I'm talking about my sister who God blessed me with. God gave me a sister that have a godly love for us, her children, and all of us. We may not dot every I, we may not cross every T, but one thing we do know is we love each other. And just to know that she's in heaven with 
our Father and our brother Jesus Christ. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That she's in heaven praising God. I know I'll get to see her again. You know, I just thank God for his word. Looking for another scripture. I, I like this part. Um, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Mm. Shall tribulation or distress or prosecution or famine or nakedness or prayer or sore? Mm. But it started off saying, that's the 36th verse, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? When you could tell a saint, because when they get devastating news and they say, oh, Lord, oh, my God, oh, Jesus. But it's a difference in somebody that just said because it's a figure of speech. You know, I'm just in a place right now. I retired from work Friday, the 29th of July. I've been getting a couple of phone calls from friends and coworkers saying, so how are you enjoying your retirement? And all I can say is, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to even realize what retirement is. I haven't had a chance to think about or focus about being on retirement. I've tried to say little things here and little things there to um, try to just distract myself, but I haven't been able to focus now on retirement. I mean, I it's just, haven't been able to. Yep, i got to turn this other part off. There you go. I haven't been able to look at being retired. I haven't because I'm going through a heartache. My family is going through a heartache. But I thank God that even through this, God has showed up in my life with people that have been showing us love and people who have been showing us us attention. You know, we we still have some of those, uh, how would you say, those other people on assignment. But I trust God because I told you, we are learning that we are more than an overcomer. We are learning to allow people to be people. We are learning to we are learning to not put our mouth on a person directly. We are learning to love people through our hurt. We are learning to love people through our pain. See, pain and hurt is two different things. We're learning to love people through our devastation. That's another thing. We're learning to love people in spite. See, when you trust God, when you depend on God, you allow God to talk to your heart and just say, let me have that. I'll take care of that. When you trust God to talk to you, you know, I could be sitting on this, this live saying, 
oh, how dare them, this, how that. Mm-mm. See, a lot of times people don't know when they don't know what to say. Sometimes the best thing is to not say nothing. You have to be able to turn things loose, allow people to do what they do. Because, see, I think sometimes they really believe in their heart and mind that they're doing the right thing. But you have to take your part. It's two parts to a dollar and a quarter. Well, a bill and a quarter, a dollar bill and a quarter. And any other coin, it's a top and a bottom. You got to learn how to take your part. And when they flip it, take your part and give it to the Lord. And say, God, this right here. I don't want to have to repeat. I don't mind, but I know I have to repent. I hate that I have to repent, but I don't want to have to repeat what I had to do to get to this place. Because, see, when something like this come upon you, I know God has something for me and my family that's awesome. He's preparing us. He's preparing this ministry, Smile 3E, Iron Shopping Act. When I know you, when, that you are going through something like this, one thing I can say to you all, as a family, this situation has brought us back together. You know, I have been crying out to God, saying, God, I don't want to just ask, how do we get here? God, my main question is, how do we get from here? A lot of times, we don't like to ask it. We don't like the way. But because of this situation, God has brought us to a place. Not only are we talking on one another, not only are we dependent on one another, we're looking forward to being there for each other. See, we, you may not always like this process. But see, God's ways are not our ways. God's thoughts are not our But we're praying to asking God to teach us to do this. How to stay focused. To teach us through this situation how to stay in prayer. I may not like the situation. I may not like the way it came. But all I can say is, Jesus, Jesus, I trust you. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. Even right here. Even through this. I trust you. But even if I don't get to enjoy my retirement for quite a while, God, I'm going to trust you because it's not about me, but it's about you, Lord. Even if I don't understand, it's not about me, it's about you. See, I said a little earlier, I wanted to say to somebody, Jesus is on the main line, you tell him what you want. I wanted to say, I'm on the other line, don't tell me. I wanted to say that, but even God is teaching me through my pain. You know how they say, hurt people, hurt people. Even through my pain, say, God, take care of me. Because right now, my mindset 
where is that? I just said where it is. I just said where it is. With the mindset. 27 says, And he that stretches the heart knoweth what is the mind of the spirit. See, my spirit mind right now is not where I would want it to be. But because I'm letting God take a hold of my my mouth, my mind, my heart. Uh, because I'm listening for God's word. I'm listening for his voice because my mind says, shut up and get out of God. My mind is saying, uh-uh, don't you say that. Don't you do that. You know, I haven't been doing a lot of things. I've been putting a lot of posters on Facebook of trying to encourage other people and encouraging my family with different little uh, scripts and stuff I find on there to uh, put out there. But because, see, I'm trying to be about my father's business. I'm trying to encourage others because, see, that's what God said. He said, Peter, feed my sheep. Mm. He asked Peter three times if he loved him. Peter said, yes, he said, feed my sheep. So through all this, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm strong. But because of the power of the Lord, because of my desire to please the Father, because of my desire to stay focused, I hold on to God for my strength. I hold on to God for my understanding. I hold on to God, and I cry, I cry out to God. Because one thing I do know is, God said, those that endure to the end, <laughs> I'm trying to endure. See, I don't want to have an idle mind because I don't want it to be a playground for the devil. I, I want to be about my father's business. I'm trying to find things that my hands could do to show you that it's about what God said, not what I said. It's about standing on this, his word. Mm. It's about not worrying about what somebody else say. I want to share something else with you. The 31st verse of Romans 8 says, what shall we then say to these things? Hmm. The other day I talked about Matthew 6 and 33, what it said, and all these things shall be added unto you. But today I'm going to tell you about Romans 8 and 31. It says, what shall we then say to these things? We should say, if God be for me, hmm. or his words say, if God be for us, who can be against us? See, I'm making it personal now. If God be for me, who could be against me? So no matter what you say or what you do, or I, you may mean well, or you may took it personal as a chance to be the focus on you, but I'm taking this time to make the focus on God because, see, God makes no mistake. If God be for me, he's more than a world against me. And one thing I found out from this book, from the beginning, Genesis to the end, Revelation, God is for me. 
He's told me how to get in his will. He told me how to stay in his will. He told me that he is loved. And by him being loved, I learned that he loved me first. Even when I backslid, uh, some of us want to say I stumbled and fell. Even when I thought I was doing secret sin, God still loved me. Still had a way. So right now, when it seemed like I can't get past what I want to say and I want to think, I have to make sure I get God. But he's just saying, don't say nothing. I didn't say he shook me up. He said, don't say nothing. I'll take care of it. All God asked me was, will I stay focused? I possibly, like, preached on it a month ago. I think it was a month, maybe a little more. A couple of weeks, I know. But she re-spoke on it and said, are you okay? Are you really okay? I didn't really understand what she was ministered about, but I do now. As she said, no, I'm not okay. But you know what I am? I am trusting God. And if God be for me, he's going to in the world against me. I just read that to you in the 31st verse of Romans 8. I'm going to read it again. What shall we then say? To these things, these things that's breaking my heart, these things that's trying to overwhelm me, these things that's trying to break me, these things that's trying to come up against me, these things that's trying to uh, pull on my family heart, these things that's trying to just tear us down. I'll say to these things, if God be for me, he's more than the world so if you feel that anything was said about you on tonight, remember, if God be for us, he's more than the world against us. Take it to Jesus. Ask him why. Why did you act like that? Why did you do that? And God bring you out of that. Because when my sister passed, all we could say was, I know she made it in. That girl started praying longer. That girl started doing more. She got on fire for the Lord. When I tell you, she really let it be known. She was letting it be known all the time, but she really let it be known even more that she was seeking to please the God, please the Lord. She was seeking to please the God of her salvation. She was seeking to make sure she stayed focused and on assignment. When I tell you she made sure that if she couldn't, she started saying, could you help me with this? Could you help me with that? Especially during the ministry time. God, for what he was doing, what he is doing, and what he did. I I can't explain it any better, but if you have a problem with anything I say, please take it to Jesus. Please. But if... um, Anybody want to be a blessing to the service of tonight, you can 
cash out me at dollar sign, capital S, Sparkle. That's capital S-P-A-R-K-L-E. If you want to sell me a blessing, you can sell it to Sylvia Kaiser. Um, just whatever God tells you to do. If you don't you know, uh, want to do it at this time, it's okay. I pray that God still bless you and your household and protect your heart. Give your heart, mind, and soul over to the Lord because what is all said and done, that's all that matters. Where are you going to spend eternity? At this time, I'm going to ask if anybody on Blog Talk would like to make any comments or have something to say or share um, something tonight. I would love to hear from you. Yes, Margot, Sheila was submitted to this ministry every Sunday. Every Sunday she was submitted. Blog Talk, the lines are open. Um, this is Cecilia. Thank you for the message on tonight. And just want to remind everyone that God is so good to us, and we are so blessed that he gave us um, the family that he gave us and the Seaberries and uh, within the Kaisers. I am so glad that Minister Margo and all uh, Trish and all of them that are on Facebook, that they're a part of our family. And I thank God for you, Minister Sylvia. Keep obeying God and all that you do. Just know that God um, is pleased with your obedience to him, even in the midst of what we're going through right now. So keep obeying God no matter what. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia. If there anyone else would like to have any words on tonight. Thank Mr. Margo for putting on Facebook saying that Sheila was committed to the ministry. She truly was committed to this ministry on Sunday, that she talked with her boss and told him that she does this ministry and she wanted to know if it was okay. And even with talking to him, he said on Sundays they knew between the time of 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time and 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time that during that time when the ministry started, that for an hour or maybe a little more, that they would be having service at the shop. And he said he looked forward to having service at the shop. And um, I don't know if you all understand that, but when your boss gives you permission hmm, to have prayer and a ministry going on, when government say you can't do it, but your boss say he don't mind. I, I, if y'all, a lot of you all may not understand. That was favor, not just for the, our ministry, but for Sheila. He gave her favor to do what she promised God she would do. She was on assignment. And as Minister Margo said, she was committed. So I want you all to know that. Minister Sheila was committed to this ministry. So is there anyone else on blog talk would like to say anything or anyone on Facebook would like to type in something?
I decided to stay safe. I decided to stay focused. I decided to give God everything I got. And I decided to ask God to place my whole household under Holy Ghost I don't want to play with it. I don't want to fake with it. I don't want to fake it till I make. I want everything and everybody in my household to be saved, as well as in my family. So I'm not sneaking it out there. I'm putting it out there. Uh huh. So and for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So with that being said, I thank you all for joining in on tonight. Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Smile Breed, Let's Talk, will be on the air with our very own Apostle-elect Dr. Sophia Kaiser, Minister Margo McCor, Minister Brandon Kaiser. We'll be bringing forth the word on Sunday morning. I thank God for my breathing. Thank you, Minister Marco. Thank you so much. On Monday night, this will be uh, this will be our what? Second Monday, yeah. Pastor Troy Thomas will be our speaker at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Pastor Servant Troy Thomas will be our speaker. And then next Friday will be the second Friday of the month, which will be Prophet Antoine Thomas at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be on the air, and we're just asking God to just bless, bless, bless all week long. We're going to even asking to cover this weekend that's going to come up because we are going to celebrate with a dear friend of ours wedding tomorrow. They're getting married and the church and the place where God has ordained marriage. We're going to celebrate with this couple, and I want you all to uh, just stay focused on God, stay focused in God, and stay in his word. No, God is good. God is able. Thank you all for your love. Thank you all for your attention at this time. Thank you all for your prayers. We will be getting back to everyone at a later date with a thank you. Just been so, just been so. Keep us in your prayers. Don't forget our foundational scripture. Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And with that being said, we love you with the love of the Lord. And there's nothing to do about it. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Good night, everyone.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.